I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. This is part four in my series dealing with why do marriages end and why do marriages stay together. I shared in parts one, two, and three that the number one reason marriages end is pride, stubbornness, deception. The number one reason marriages stay together is humility, saturated with commitment and unconditional love. And I also ended, in part three, giving some scenarios, some very, very serious, painful scenarios, where troubled couples, equipped with humility, fostered healing and relationship, they stayed together. Like a wife got pregnant, a husband pregnant, another woman, and so forth like that. But now, now, I want to share with you, share with you some other examples that are not so painful, but easy to fix scenarios where usually one spouse is saturated in pride or stubbornness or arrogance, cause more pain and even more separation and divorce because he or she refuses to change these simple behaviors. Now listen to these scenarios. Husband complains that his wife spends too much time each week talking to her mother on the phone who lives alone on another island or another country. Here, the husband refuses to understand the importance and need for his wife spending time on the phone with her mother. Then here's another scenario. Spouse does not want the husband to do lap dancing with another woman in a strip club. Hmm, here's another scenario. A spouse constantly comes home too late after work. Here is another scenario. A spouse is concerned about the characters of his partner's or her partner's friends. Now, aren't these easily fixed scenarios? But you know, these are the simple things that really, really lead to divorce. They really do. Here is another one. Husband complains about his wife's girlfriends and the time she spends with them and the places they go at nights. Here is another one. One partner continues to smoke in the house or drink heavily, causing serious medical problems to other family members, for example, asthma, coughs, and depression. And here is another one. One partner does not want the other partner to travel with him or her to social outings or overseas trips like carnivals in Trinidad or New Orleans or in the family islands in the Bahamas. It is astounding that these seemingly fixable problems are the ones that lead many to the divorce court. The lawyer or judge might not be, even be aware of this, but one spouse is in pain because of it. These are examples when pride takes control and prevents change. Hence, what I am sharing in this series on why do marriages end or why do marriages stay together is that when couples have serious difficulties like a husband getting another woman pregnant or a wife is pregnant for another man and so forth and so forth, it seems as though when the guilty partner is humbled enough to change, somehow they remain together. But when the scenarios are simple, like the ones I just read, 
house, the husband is coming home late at night, um, going out to parties, things like that, and refuses to change, these are actions that lead to divorce. Interestingly, is it? So I'm trying to show you that the number one reason for divorce is not a specific behavior, but an attitude. It is pride. It is selfishness. It is serious, very serious. Now, here is something that also impacts divorce. It's the nagging wife. Now, a wife, you're going to be happy what I say about this, so don't turn off the radio now, or don't turn off your dial, or turn the computer down. Listen, my final observation on this topic is the value of a good nagging wife. Yes, a good nagging wife. Or there might be a good nagging husband too. I know this sounds strange, because many like to quote the scripture found in Proverbs 27, 17. A nagging wife is like the dripping of a leaky roof in a rainstorm. The text does not explain why the wife is nagging. Thus, here, is, here are my findings. Listen carefully. Listen carefully now. When a husband says that his wife is nagging, it means that she is always telling the truth about something. Let me explain. Usually the wife is daily, weekly, or otherwise repeating a request for a husband to do something that stop or stop doing something, and he does not respond. Thus, to get around it and to throw blame, he fights back with the word, you're nagging me, or stop nagging, and he does not obey or respond to his wife's request. Some good nagging spouses nag about drinking habits, gambling, coming home unusual hours after work, flirtatious behavior, texting inappropriate messages to another person, not enough time spent together, etc., etc. He is too proud, or she is too proud, to, or stubborn to listen or admit that he must do what his wife is asking him to do. A nagging spouse is usually a sign that the marriage has a giant weakness that can be easily repaired if the other partner would be humble and change. So, hence we have the nagging good wife. Remember, I'm sharing with you why marriages end or why marriages remain happy, why people remain in marriage. And you have discovered that it is not the behavior itself, but it's pride and stubbornness that break marriages up. Okay? Now, here is my last point. Listen carefully. I discovered that the request for a husband to his wife to be submissive, or, or he complains with the word, you are not submissive enough, is a sure sign that he is threatened by his wife's assertiveness. Usually these men believe that they are the ones in charge and the wife must obey or at least do not question his points of view or demands. These men use scripture as a weapon to control and coerce their spouses. They love to quote Ephesians 5.22. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands, but they neglect to read the verses above. Verse 21 that states, Submitting yourselves 
one to another. My view is that not even once in marriage is a husband demand, request or infer to this passage when arguing or disagreeing with his wife. It suggests that he does not understand his rights and freedom to think, speak and have opinion. It is very disrespectful and controlling and dishonors the integrity of the relationship. Husband who demands submission needs to learn how to be submissive themselves first. They need to review their own views of women. The request to be more submissive is a shaming mechanism that demeans women and inflates the ego of the husband. Husbands must understand this profound principle. If you want to receive understanding, you must first give understanding. Shall I also say, if you want your wife to submit, you must first submit. So, husbands, are you listening? I request that you rise up and submit to your wives. Now remember, I'm sharing on why marriages end and why marriages stay together. And I hope you got the, the message from these broadcasts. And remember, you can go back and listen to them anytime on Spotify. And may God bless you. I am Barrington Brennan, and you have been listening to your daily relationship nugget, and I'm doing my best to keep a smile on your heart. <laughs>